Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Rockin'. We're going to start in child's pose and take a few moments to bring it in. And if you can, for today's child's pose, bring your knees together and round over the legs. Now, if that's not comfortable for you for any reason, physically, mentally, uh, feel free to change that up. But what we're going to emphasize when we do that is the curve of the spine, the, the curl of the spine in the thoracic curve, the primary curve of the spine. It's the first one we have, uh, which is why this is child's pose, right? the, the fetal position how we develop as, as human beings start with this curve of the spine. One of the reasons we started practice here is going back to that, like the first element of movement in our body is curling in. Breath in and feel your back, spread your ribs. See if you can feel the movement of that spread in the spine. Some space being made between the vertebra, decompression of the discs. Breath out, you'll draw your abdominals in and focus on that next couple of breaths. Just every exhale, the navel center and the abdominals that are below that in and up, hollowing out going toward the sacrum. With the inhale, you spread your back. One more of those. to hands and knees and place your hands about shoulder distance apart and knees about hip distance apart and we're going to take cat pose with an exhale and just stay press the floor away push down through the mat as if you could press your hands in like you press your hands into sand at the beach just making an imprint in the floor walk your knees in one step and press again. See if you can get a little more round up through the back. And then if you're, you're thinking you might be able to bring these in one more, do that. Get closer. Pull lower abdominals in, navel to spine. You can think of it like, like you're sewing on a button. Like pulling. That's what I haven't decided sewing a button on like ever, but that's what I think of every time. Maybe like once in like Girl Scouts, but. It wasn't a very good job. Release slowly from that and go the other way. Go into cow pose. If you walked in, shortening the stance, longer here, take the hands further forward and just enjoy that reverse of strength. We're gonna tuck the toes, come to down dog. Have a few moments to move around, pedal out, shake things out. Rounding cat pose is something we're going to, is one element of crow pose. Something we're going to work toward 
in the posture and whether or not you ever get your feet off the ground in crow, that essential element of stretching the back, of strengthening the abdominals, right, is a reason not to sit it out. Like, like you never need to sit a pose out. Do some element of the pose that's going to utilize your time here. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. And sway a little side to side. Now, when I say never sit it out, if you need rest, that's a different thing. Resting during a practice, that's part of the practice. But uh, sometimes we have these poses that we're like, I just can't do that. And we just kind of break with the practice. Which is it's just not advantageous to us, physically or mentally. So if crow is not a thing that's ever going to be on your list, that uh, kind of, we'll call it extreme cat pose. That could be what you do instead. And totally legit. You probably felt the work of your core body and the stretch you were getting. So utilize that. Spend your time here you know, wisely for you. Walk your feet together. Release your hands to the mat. Press up to standing mountain pose. Sun A, the body moving with breath. Exhale, the bow. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back. High or low pressure. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Good. And breathe out to downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog, good. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or Lightly hop to the top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, and bow forward, we'll breathe out. And sit the hips back, Ukatasana chair pose. Then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance. We're gonna step the right leg back into a low lunge. When you inhale, reach up. Good. 
and then hands to the mat. Look forward, step back, down dog, or low push-up. Heart forward, head up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Step your right foot straight ahead. When you inhale, come up and take your arms out in front of you, shoulder height. Press forward. When you exhale, round your spine back. Then inhale, lift your chest, lift your arms. Nice. Hands to heart center. We're going to bow forward, fingertips down. Step the back foot up. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Sit your hips back, inhale, Utkatasana. Chair pose, exhale, bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Step the left leg back, get your footing, press down. Lift your chest, lift your arms, crescent. Nice. And hands to heart center. Keep your chest light as you bow. Hands pressed down, you step back down dog or low push up. Try your heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. left foot straight ahead. Breathe in, come to upright lunge, arms forward. Palms forward. Exhale, pull navel center in, round your back, like pushing the front wall away. And then lift your chest, lift your arms. Nice. Hands to heart center, fingertips down front. Big step. Top of the mouth, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Sun citation B. Sit back. Katasana. Breathe in. Breathe out. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Right foot forward, back foot flat. Breathe in, reach up. Hands down to the mat, look forward, heart forward, step back, low push up. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Left foot forward. Back foot flat. Press down. Breathe in and reach up. Press into your feet as you bow. Hands down. We'll step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. 
Have a breath in here. Open your mouth and let it out. Press your hands down and forward. Step your right foot forward. Warrior one. Open out to warrior two. Pausing here, stop sign hands. So turn your fingertips up toward the ceiling. Press out with the hands. For a lot of us, that's going to give a stretch to the forearms and biceps. Um, your teacher might start crying at this point, um, but you might have better time with this than I do. But what we're going to do is find your shoulder blades. You know where yours are, but mentally find your shoulder blades. Squeeze them now in towards center and then press out and squeeze in, press out. One more time, shoulder blades squeeze together like sliding doors. Press out, feel the shoulder blades broaden, the back broaden. The next inhale, reverse, reach up. Oh, thank God. And then cartwheel up, warrior two. Hands to the mat, chest stays light as you step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. Left foot forward. Warrior one, breathe in, reach up. Open out to warrior two. Then again, you get the uh, stop in the name of love hands. You just pretend you're the Supremes here. Press out through the hand. Press like uh, the thumb and first finger knuckle, the L shape of the hand that we use in down dog. Press out there, especially. So L shape of each hand is just pressing front and back. <laughs> Squeeze the shoulder blades together in toward the center of your back. And then press the arms out. Squeeze in. And press out. As you're working this, draw your abdominals in. Lift your chest up. Good. Or squeeze in. And then press out. Really the feeling of shoulder blades spreading on your back. Next inhale. Reverse. Reach out. And up through warrior two. Look to the mat. Plant your hand. Step back. Down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. We'll sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Press evenly into both feet, hands to heart center. We're going to twist left elbow toward your right knee. Keep your chest up. Stay awake, stay alive in the upper body. So uh, elbow's not going to touch the knee. Lift your chest, drop your hips. Then pull your heart forward and up. On an inhale, open your arms. With an exhale, we'll bow forward. Walking the feet to hip distance, press down into your feet, rise up to standing. Big shoulder shrug here. Your arms back behind you, hands to your hamstrings. Press your hamstrings forward with your hands and lift your chest. Lift your gaze in line with 
of what the rest of your spine is doing. So you'll be looking just slightly up from normal eye level. Enhance to heart center, walk your feet together. On your inhale, sit your hips back, reach up, Utkatasana. Press into your feet so that your knees stay stacked over your ankles and twist other side. We're gonna hover the elbow. We're gonna sit your hips low, keep your heart high. Right? The body wants to do the opposite thing. It wants to uh, drop the chest because that would be a lot easier. Abdominals in, heart up. A little bit of back bend at the top of the twist. You can think of that heart forward to the front wall, spine in, hips low, heart high. Your gaze could be at the floor, could be at the sidewall, could be at the ceiling. If you're seeing the wall behind you, that's rounding your spine, draw your heart forward. Now open your arms, inhale, and then exhale, bow forward. Toggle your feet apart. And breathe in as you roll up to standing. The big shoulder shrug. We're going to take the hands to the low back as if for camel and take your thumbs to your sacrum. Press the sacrum down, lift your chest, hug the elbows in. And again, when you take your gaze up, right, you can feel this in your body. Uh, if you lift your chin, you're going to compress the back of your neck. Most of us don't need this, like unless you're in an air show. If you're in an air show, like you need to look up. Uh, for most of us, the lift of your heart is going to bring the rib cage up. Just enough to bring your gaze up slightly above eye level in a way that your neck doesn't strain. There's like a way that your neck doesn't strain. That would be a really good just goal for life. On your exhale, release it, hands to heart, bring feet together. Breath in and breath out. To inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. With your exhale, you're going to sit back through Ukatasana into boat. Take your time. Bring knees out to the sides and your arms inside the legs. Now, if you, like me, have the forearms aligned with the knees, you're going to get some help from your hands to bring your knees up to your triceps. So the knees up on the triceps, uh, somewhere around the triceps above the elbows. If you can, do that. If you can then get your feet together as well, do that. You can do one or the other, do one or the other. Hug your arms into your legs and your legs into your arms. So you're pressing out with the arms, pressing in with the knees. And there'll be a lot of work going on. That pressing out of the arms has a spreading of the shoulder blades we were doing in Warrior Two, coming back. And this hugging into the knees, and this is a crow pose, a seated crow. Right? It's the action that's going to keep you in crow and get you to crow. Uh, contrary to popular belief, it is not how much arm strength you have or how much you can like uh, kind of jump and pray into the pose. It's is it how you can hold on to your arms and how we learn to shift the weight in the body. On your next inhale, low boat, which is the first time that low boat is ever going to feel like it was a relief. Then all the way down to your mat, pause in Shavasana, breath in. Just feel what you feel. Most of us will feel a lot of hip flexor work, and that is the truth. The hip flexors are what pull your legs off the floor and crow. 
And everybody says it's abs. It is not abs. Your abs do not cross over your hips. So they cannot bring your legs up. Abs cannot do it. They just, they don't, they're not connected to the right bones. It's the hip flexors. You hug your knees into your chest. You'll feel your hip flexors move again when they hug the knees in. Now, what do your abs do? Curl up to your legs. Right? Curl up and hold on to your knees. The action of rounding the spine is where the abs work. The breath in here. Take your knees out to the sides. Arms into the legs. Hug the knees into the arms. Press the arms out into the legs. That action of legs hugging in, arms pressing out, where the stability is going to come from. You can probably feel it. You got locked and loaded when you did that. Then uh, let the legs stop holding the arms and just feel what happens then. And then press the arms and legs, legs and arms. It's a lot more work, but you're more steady here, more stable here. Release this down, knees into your chest. Pause. Breath in. Breath out. And uh, curl in nose to knees, knees to nose. And rock up to seated around to hands and knees. We're going to go back to that short hands and knees position where there's not too much space between hands and knees. Uh, you do you as far as what that distance is. Press your hands down. Pull your spine, pull your navel center in up towards your spine. Let your head drop into that really you know, extreme cat pose. This is like the Halloween cat. You know that one. Stay with this. Feel the shoulder blades broaden on your back. Then stop pressing into your hands and feel the shoulder blades slide together. Right. And then again, press into your hands, feel the shoulder blades slide wide. That's the action you want for crow. That's going to set the arms up to be a steady frame for it. We're going to tuck toes here and uh, come up to the uh, balls of the feet. So as you come up to the balls of your feet, your arms are probably like mine, a little out in front. We're going to bring the arms back to the legs. Right? If I try to get on my arms with, their, with them being out here, I'm going to have a lot of weight to shift forward and then try to get up. Instead, bring the arms back to the legs. Hug the knees to the arms like we did on the back. Hug knees to arms. Press your arms out into the legs like we did on the back. Thumb and first finger knuckle down, triceps into legs, legs into arms. Now, look a little forward. Okay, so you're going to see the floor in front of you. If you want to put a block out there in front of you, that's good. Uh, gaze point also, if it's a soft block, it's something nice to land on. All you're going to do, now it's going to be tempting to try and try and try to pick up the feet. Don't try to pick up the feet. Just shift your weight into your hands and keep shifting your weight into your hands until your feet are light. If your feet get light, they will be able to lift off. You won't be able to keep them down, basically, if you get enough weight into your hands. So instead of thinking about what we, uh, we want to, to not do, which is have weight in the feet, right? think about putting the weight in your hands, strengthening the frame of the arms by pressing them into the legs and squeezing the knees into the arms. Sometimes I think this pose should be called clam instead of crow because like clam legs. Or, well, not clam legs. Your legs work like like clam shells. I'm getting off topic. Breath in and breath out. Squeeze knees to arms, arms to legs. Press your hands down and then release that out. We're gonna step back, down dog. 
and then uh, pause and down dog. Like really pause, like it's still. You press your hands down forward. And then for some of us, it's going to be really nice to let the spine move in. So bend your knees. And we don't want to collapse the pose, but you can think like back bend, think like cow pose, think like wheel pose, bridge pose, spine drawing in. One more breath here. Breathe out, press back into your hands so you come uh, back to just this steady, like standard down dog. And then down to knees and over onto the back for bridge. It's like the, the opposite of crow, it's the counterpose to crow, working with your feet to lift you up and the feet flat on the floor, spread them out. That work of the hip flexors that kept us in that tight little tuck for crow. Now we're opening up the hip flexors. That work of the spine rounding out for crow. Now we're bringing the spine in. The work of the head kind of tilted forward. Now you're pressing the back of your head down. And then arms straight at the sides, palms up. Using back of the arms to press the floor. Get breath in. Press your feet down, breath out. And then slowly release down. Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of the feet together, knees out to the sides. And you take your hands to the insides of the legs in a very different uh, relationship of, of arms to legs here. Just let your hands be pleasantly heavy, encouraging the legs to drop out. Breath in. Breath out. And bring knees together and feet off the floor, belly twisting pose, knees side to side. So all the time, all the time I say, it's not important that you ever get your crow off the ground and it's not. We're gonna keep working it though. Right? I mean, it's like not important that you do any of these big asanas with themselves it's like that whole it's not about the bike thing uh that it's not about the pose but it opposes the asanas the postures it give us these opportunities to get stronger in certain ways right. and by continually attempting honest like shot at doing them right we we learn different things about our body. We stay engaged with you know, the, the mental, the intellectual curiosity about what's going on in our body. And if we stop making the measuring sticks, if we, God, if we could stop making everything a measuring stick by which to judge ourselves, that would be like, maybe like some, some heavy stuff just to set down. Let them be of ways of exploring, of staying young. Right. Things get lighter and we learn more. Maybe you learn that this is a good stretch for your back or it's a good strengthener for your legs or you start to get the idea of what it's like to shift weight from your feet to your hands. You come back to center, one knee in each hand 
and any and everything you learn about how your body works, I'm going to argue that that's useful to you. Any amount of time you spend staying young at heart and non-judgmental of yourself, I'm going to argue that that's useful to you. Back to center, hug your knees in and take happy baby or any other finishing posture that you'd like. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. to come back, start with wiggling your fingers, toes, roll to your right side, and make our way to seated together. Hands together at heart center. Lift heart to hands. Have breath. Thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment of acknowledgement for ourselves. And each of us for each other. That's great, y'all. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.